I watched uh, Chael Sonnen and Joe Rogan do this like the most ridiculous intro to their podcast, and I'm trying to replicate it as much as I can. I told Aubrey before we started. They're just like talking about coffee and stevia, and then he's like, "Is this it? Are we starting?" He's like, oh, he's like yeah, it. why not? We can talk about coffee and stevia. Yeah, then, you know, I. I'm a big Dutch bread Dutch Bros fan these days. Do you have Dutch Bros where you're from? No, we don't. <gasps> have I'm you tried it out here? No, I haven't. You got to try it while you're out here. Okay. Yeah. Starbucks is all hype. The Dutch Bros is where yeah. it's at. Yeah. Yeah, I will say I'm I'm Dunkin' though. Are I'm you Panera. Okay, what's up with Dunkin'? How come their flavors or sugar-free flavors have no sweet to them? Um, because you have to add your own. But no, like Did you turn down my earphones? No. They're up. Cuz I can't hear me now. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I turned you down, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, I don't care to hear myself. Well, there I just couldn't hear anybody. How's okay. that? Yes. Okay, so anyway. Sorry, this, <laughs> yes. is, um, this is our first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Dunkin', Dunkin' Donuts doesn't have their sweetener, their sugar-free sweeteners. They're not, they don't taste sweet. Yeah, like, it's like a true. hint of, co- is it just? No, they're not supposed to be sweet. There's just supposed to be flavors, which is great because it's like, sometimes you get a oh. question. Here's the thing. Especially when you're getting close to a show, you got a question: Is this really sugar-free vanilla yeah. they're using? You That's know? one of her so biggest fears. But I, d- I just like how Duncan has like. Well, I think the to- coffee itself tastes really good, but you get big, uh, big cup for minimal amount of money. Uh, so history and Ashley. One time she was traumatized by a diet root beer that wasn't <laughs> a diet root beer, <laughs> and and I will forever be her drink taster. Yeah, that was <laughs> the biggest <laughs> argument I've ever gotten in with my <laughs> boyfriend because. Diet root beer and regular root beer look so similar, like extremely similar, the labeling, right? Um, and I told him to get me some diet root beer, and he brought home regular. And I was starting to drink it, and I could not taste the difference. And I was like half half a two liter in, so I was like one liter in. And then I realized I had a lot of sugar for nothing. That's like a competitor's biggest fear. Right, it's such yeah. a waste of calories. I mean... I was, that was the time it was really hard for me to get lean, too. I was, yeah. like, really struggling to get lean, and, man. And Hugo's never heard it, <laughs> never lived it down. I, I had a fed. I, I went <laughs> off. That was the biggest argument I've ever gotten Ash, in. Ashley's a really good girlfriend. I will let, I'll let everyone know. I've seen her. She, she has one bad show prep, like, a year, where she, like, I'm like, okay. I get the crankies. <laughs> get the crankies. You're pretty good, though. I guess because you yeah. live in prep. Yeah. Yes. That was Much her. better now. Yes. And it also <laughs> helps, too, that, you know, I don't really need to get a whole lot leaner when I do prep, right? Because I maintain more than I lean out. So I think that has something to do with it, too. So I don't have to go through these drastic calorie cuts or anything. So... Yeah, living lean is the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love Hugo. It's just Hugo because he's like foreign, you know. So I can just see him being there. He's like, "What? What's the big deal?" <laughs> I can't even so really sweet. imagine you upset though. Oh yeah, I I have like two, <laughs> rare. two probably two freakouts a year. That's it. You know where I'm just get too cranky and I just lose my yeah. cool. Two yeah. freakouts, two cries. Two cries, two freakouts. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. It's that's not bad bad. for a prep for a girl who's in prep like nine months out of the year. That's that's pretty yeah, solid. Pretty sol- I mean, especially uh, with I'll the take, cry part, you know? I'll take the exchange. And so at this point of the podcast, you guys are wondering who the hell is that girl sitting yeah, in Yeah, what is this girl doing in the middle of Adam and I? Where'd she <laughs> hey come guys. from? Let's just randomly have just 
strangers in the middle of us at one podcast <laughs> and not prop. even address them. Like not yes. even just one time. Yes, talk right, yeah. right through her. <laughs> so I was just walking down the street today and these two people approached me. I don't know who they are, but here I am. Right. We're so, like, hey, she looks pretty. She'd be a great like prop to have. You know, to we're, we're struggling with our, with our podcast subscribers. So we're yeah. just throwing things at the wall here. So, <laughs> so, so this, uh, this is Kara and Kara is the owner and what would I call you? Owner? Do you do CEO? CEO. What do you do? It's CEO. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That sounds super important. <laughs> CEO of Angel, Angel Competition Bikini. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. So you guys know that's. Pretty much our only chosen bikini person we work with. I mean, yeah. for years at this point. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be cool. Cool. I'm excited for that you're, you're here. Yeah, I think this is a I'm long so time coming. honored to be here all the way from Kansas City. I, I love can. Vegas. Yeah, she flew in. We, we've been doing the Vegas thing with Savannah's here with Kara. She's been, they've been my weekend buddies. We've been doing a whole lot. I took them to someone that blew their mind yesterday. <laughs> Well, I don't think we'll go into that, but it was hilarious. It was yeah, great. Adam's was, been amazing uh, tour been, guide. I'm actually doing pretty decent at my tour guide, right? I gotta, I just gotta get Ashley out and these, uh, get her out there a little bit more. With the, I've been competing. Sorry, I've been a little busy, Adam. <laughs> the, well, the my bad. <laughs> the spiritual guy. I was like, I was like, I don't think because even I wouldn't go to that, you know. But I, I was like, hey, we're right next to this guy. Yesterday we're at the mall, and I was like, we're right next to this guy. If you guys ever want, okay. It's weird. I understand. It's it's not like the norm for most people, right? And I I was shocked by what came what happened when I went to his store. But it's called Brotherhood or B Hood store at the Miracle Mile. They're the owner there. It has to be the owner. He'll talk to you about like life and world and in a way where you it makes you think. And like Savannah walked away, she was like, It was a conversation I didn't think I needed, but I needed. Like yeah. it's 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 kind of mind blowing, right? It was it was mind blowing. I would love life to have, changing. I would love to have him on the podcast one day, even though I'm not really into that stuff. But he like really makes you think. Yeah, it's we'll have to go one day, Ash. It's it's different. Yeah, it's not like go. you're going to like a guru or something like that. But it's it's cool. Is it like a tarot card versus? <sighs> no, or? he's just like a spiritual dude. But it and I'm not into that stuff at all. Like I don't, you know. Was he giving you astrology readings? No, he just talked about like life. But he like in a way where you're like, you know what, he's kind of like, there's some things he says, you're like, he's kind of right. You yeah, know? Like, it was a lot like the law of attraction, except mm -hmm. how to actually make it work for you. Yeah, it's like somewhat motivational, somewhat get to work, somewhat like this world isn't really that important. Like, it's like, I don't know, it's hard. I I'm not on a level where I could even explain what he talks about. Like, he's just very high level hmm. of what he does. So You know, some part of me just wants to live in my oblivious little world because I'm super <laughs> happy and unaware of all, everything. <laughs> <laughs> so so mad mad props to patrick out there hopefully we'll get him on the podcast one because he would actually be really good okay yeah okay. as but long as he doesn't get too strange on us no it's it's not well there's there's a couple <laughs> okay. parts there's a couple parts that are a little out there for me you know being like you know christian conservative guy but like that's a little it's a uh, but I, I was cool with it it wasn't too much Okay. But anyway, I've had her. She's had some great. You've been on the highs and lows of it. She went to Area 15. Oh yeah, life. Area 15. Okay, these two at Area 15 <laughs> was the best. So there, if you guys are ever out in Vegas, there's a thing called the uh, Area 15. It's like a light room where it's like it's like a song and this crazy light show. And I guess you two, you're from Kansas City. <laughs> we're right? from Kansas, yeah. and there's not a whole lot to do there. So we were. It was the best eighty dollars I've ever spent in my entire life. Kara, Kara was walking around with her mouth open and her eyes like glazed over. She's like the whole time, like, where am I at? What's the meaning of life? I was like, Kara, yeah, it's just I was a light questioning show. Everything. It's just a light show. But it was. <laughs> she was. It was so funny to watch them too. And then they thought they were stuck in this. Like they thought they were like in an elevator, and there's a bunch of mirrors around them. 
And I'm like, no, it's like, it's a room. It's a big room, but there, it looks the same everywhere. <laughs> like, it was, was it was a whole other <laughs> optical illusions it was, everywhere. It was cool. It was fun. I had a fun time, right? You would like it, Ashley. I'm sure she I would. Did, that one she'd, she'd like. That sounds more like my yeah. jam. Anyway, so <laughs> we're so off the topic. Yes. But it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you guys um, who regular listen, regularly listen to the podcast uh, know that I've mentioned my Europe trip, and I've always mentioned this character, Kara, right? And I would reference, like, you know, Kara was uh, brave enough to fill in the shoes of Adam who couldn't go. <laughs> and um, it's funny because now you guys get to see what she looks like. Well, for our YouTube watchers, you get to see what she looks like. But now you get to hear her at least. And, um, you know, I always say that that was such a, that was a very cool thing that you did. Like, you know, I know it's not easy to take like three weeks off from work because you're a busy girl. And uh, to be fair, I, I didn't know you all that well, and you didn't know me all that well. It's not like we've hung out and had long conversations before in the past. So um, it, it was really, like, surprising that you volunteered to come with me to help me and uh, support me um, in travel Europe. So that was really, really cool of you, and I'll never forget that. I just thought, wow, that is so, like, to have somebody that kind of stepped up to the plate like that um to help me and support and that was like I will never forget it yeah so. well it was an adventure <laughs> of my lifetime like yeah. I had the time of my life and thank you Adam for not going so <laughs> that I could go that I was tried. that was the trip that was the hardest trip you've has it been that it was like the hardest trip you've taken ever uh, like that was a lot of I, would, I don't want to say ever because I used to live out of a suitcase like that and do seminars and compete and stuff I haven't done it in a while right since because of COVID and stuff, but it was difficult. It really was difficult, and um, it would have been much more difficult if I was doing it alone. Or, I mean, Lauren was there, but only for certain parts of it. But you know, Kara went with me the entire trip, so she was replacement Adam, replacement pageant mom. But yeah, it was difficult. Yeah. It definitely had its moments where I'm just like, oh my god, I feel like a zombie right now because jet lag and time zone changes, and just even the whole Spain show was a little. Uh, difficult to navigate because we didn't speak the language. Yes. <laughs> it was so cool, though, to meet so many customers yeah. and competitors over there. Because the European competitors are different. Yeah, definitely. It was really they, cool. You know what I noticed about the European competitors? We have a thing where, you know, rice cakes, peanut butter is a common, like, pump-up food. I noticed in Europe, they did a lot of potato chips. It was. Oh, really? That was yeah. strange to me. Like, potato chip bags everywhere. Just like how we, like... It's a standard to bring, like, you know, your little rice cake bag with you backstage and a little nut butter and dip it in. They're all about the potato chips. That's surprising. That the, I guess because of the sodium and the, and the carbs um, and the oil. I, I don't know. But that was know. their thing. I, I w I'm not really a fan of potato chips. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not about that life. Um, <laughs> Kara was the one that actually gave me... Uh, she handed me, I should say, my 30th win trophy, which is actually behind Adam. If I don't know if you guys can see it on the oh, YouTube. Drop the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she gave, she was able to hand me that on stage. Um, so that was a pretty cool experience, and we got a, a nice photo with yeah. her. Um, so that was cool of them to allow them to like, 
you know, they knew you were traveling with me just to give it to her on stage. Yeah, so because so, Angel Competition Bikini yes. sponsored the yes. Romania show. Mm-hmm. So yeah. part of that was awarding the bikini sponsor, or right. the bikini yeah, first yeah. place. Yeah, but it was and cool that they were able to do it to the bikini yeah. overall and not yeah. some, like, NPC bikini. It was like, okay, that's awesome. But it was just really cool that yeah. you were the one that won. And yes. I got to do that in Romania yes. because one of the best memories of my life was in Romania right. which is kind of random I think you teared up I oh. did too oh I definitely <laughs> did yeah I cried on stage that was one of my two times yearly cries I guess <laughs> used one up I used one up but for happy do happy tears I count I don't I think don't they know. count happy tears I've only count. seen yeah. you with the happy tears though when you cry I don't I, think sometimes I've seen I cry if I'm too behind on sleep and I'm just oh. cranky and just frustrated that's the only time really not because yeah. I'm actually sad it's just I'm just exhausted yeah <laughs> oh I cried in Spain though I did cry in Spain Spain was hard Spain, Spain was hard was because then the night before the show they kind of prolonged the athlete meeting and it was supposed to be at 8 p.m which oh, is already already my bedtime and they extended it to like way late like 1 a.m 2 a.m and I was just so sad because I was frustrated. Well, I wasn't sad. I was just frustrated. I was like, I just want to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I want to sleep. (laughs) But, you know, it's life I chose. And it's all about, like, you got to expect that, you know, from time to time. Just expect the unexpected. Yeah. So anyway, with that trip, what? How many times did you guys travel? Was it like seven times or something like that in that trip? Lost count. Like, how many planes did we get on? A lot of planes. We had layovers. We also had long drives in the UK. Um, Just a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And the then long drives in the UK really threw me off. Every time I would get in the car, I would go get in the wrong side because they're driving oh on yes, the opposite side. True. I never figured it out the whole time we were there. That's true. You know what? I almost got hit by a car in um, in Europe when I was there because oh, I was looking the wrong, the wrong way. way. Yeah. No, I just looked the wrong way. Oh, you were driving? No, I was oh, walking, walking across the street and oh. I looked to the left because I'm American. Yeah. <laughs> and then a car, I walked out and a car came this way. Like, I looked left, I looked right at, like, the other side of the street, and yeah. then looked left again, and I really wasn't paying too much attention to the right, and I, like, stepped out, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in Europe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. That was it's terrible. easy to forget. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really, I, I can't believe I did that, but it was, like, super scary. I was yeah. like, okay, from now on, I'm looking, like, five times. Dude, that's crazy stuff. Yeah. I, I will say from my, especially in the UK, I kind of got, on a tea kick, and I'm still drinking tea. Oh, yeah? Yeah, tea. And it's, like, amazing. It's really good. That's funny. That's yeah. cool. Tea flavors is fun. I have two kettles now because Phoebe stayed at the house. Oh, the electric kettle. Yeah, oh, her, yeah, first, her first time she came to the house, she's like, where's your kettle? Like, it was so, like, matter of fact. Yeah. Like, it just is everyone has yeah, one. like, in the U.S., <laughs> we just microwave, a, you know, microwave a mug in, the, in there. So, yeah. <laughs> So it's it's uh that was funny and I was like kettle what's a kettle? <laughs> She's like you don't have a kettle. <laughs> like no, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> so so now I have two. So anyway, so you have a, a a cool story about how you started Angels Competition Bikinis. We haven't. Aubrey didn't close the door. So yeah, we got to do I it thought we were supposed to oh. keep well, the door. Oh, Aubrey, I think hi, now. little doggy. Aubrey, where <laughs> are you, Aubrey? Dude's he went to the bathroom. I think this is the second dude's appearance in two episodes. He's got to be the star. Good morning, hello. <laughs> okay, well, I will tell dudes all about how we started. So, 2013, I did my first competition, and I ordered a suit online from the store. My coach told me that everyone was buying theirs, and when I got it, it did not make me feel confident when I put it on, and it actually was, like, made out of 
for quality. And, you know, I did end up competing in the suit, but I never really felt confident on it. I didn't put it on and was like, oh, I feel amazing. So anyways, after the show, my mom and I were talking and she was like, yeah, you could make these. And so at that time in my life, I was a respiratory therapist. I had just graduated college. I was doing what I went to school for. And I didn't, it wasn't my true passion. And I was so passionate about this sport and crafting because I've always sewed from a young age. And so one thing led to another. And my sister and I just started trying, sewing them, working on the patterns. And then we started on Etsy, which turned into eBay. And yeah, we started on eBay <laughs> back in the day. And then we opened our own website. Then we moved into an apartment just for the business, then into a house, continued to grow. And here we are now in a 6,500 square foot warehouse bikini factory. And we make all of our suits in Lenexa, Kansas. That's cool. Yeah. And you know, it's, I really love the story of that too, because you've, you know, solved the problem, made a product better. Yeah. And um, there's, it was funny because when I heard your story, you told me a long time ago, I heard your story. That's actually how Lamborghini started too. Yeah, I remember you told me that. Yeah, it's one of my favorite, like, business stories ever, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, it, you had a not-so-great customer experience, and you solved the problem, made a product better, and now you're, you know, one of the bigger... Yeah. Are you guys the biggest? We are the biggest. I was going to say, yeah, you're... Whoop, you're whoop. That's yeah. pretty cool to say. Is that crazy to say that? <laughs> it is crazy to say that. You know, one thing that I think attributes to our success is that we were the customer, so we knew exactly what the customer wanted going into it. And that sets us apart because when, you know, these girls are on prep and they're worried about, are they hitting their macros? Are they practicing posing enough? There's so many things to worry about. You don't want to worry about your suit. So, you know, when you order from us, we make sure we tell you updates on your suit and how it's going, send you photos and videos. So being the customer, turning that to a business was a huge that really helped us be successful. Yeah, I was going to say one thing that really, really stands out, I mean, amongst a lot of things, but one thing is the customer service on point. Like, I remember in the past, before I was with you guys, I would have suits delivered, like, the night before show, and I would be so stressed. I was like, oh, my God, I hope it makes in time. <laughs> oh, my gosh, where is it at? I haven't heard anything. Like, is I didn't get it shipping. Like, where is my suit? Am I going to get it? <laughs> but you definitely there's no problem <laughs> wondering where my suit is you will give updates like we're putting on the stones we're attaching connectors and just sending videos and text so it's like you know what's where the process is and when it's to be expected and what it's looking like yeah because so it's pretty cool it's a big deal it's yeah. we like to equate it to buying your wedding dress like this is not just a bikini it is a huge deal you know you've worked so hard to get on stage you've prepped 12 weeks 16 mm-hmm. weeks maybe five years you've been working towards this your suit should be important and we treat every customer like they're going to walk on the olympia stage because it is that important to them yeah, definitely I like the wedding dress analogy yeah. oh yeah i've said uh, that before too and i say like yeah it is kind of like you get to dress up like for, for a day you get to be a fit princess too yeah, yeah. Mean, it's like choosing a wedding dress and yeah. having a look like how am i gonna do my hair my makeup blah 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 it's kind of cool you know so i i love it i love it yeah well i think that's really cool yeah i know i love i just love that part and i've had I've worked with a lot of um, suit people, but before you too, and now I pretty much just work with you guys. But I remember when I first started working with you guys, which was like years ago. I don't know if it was like, I, I we're trying to figure out how long ago that was. It was at least like seven years ago. I think I it was know. 2016. Does that sound right? It's probably around that time yeah. frame. Yeah. But I, or I remember because like, I'm, 
it was there was a lot less like social media about suits back then. Yeah. Like there weren't talking about cuts so much and colors. Like everyone was just like, oh, just get a suit, you know. And um, but and so I was, I would say I was definitely really difficult to work with in terms of like <laughs> what I what I expected out of my suit people because they would always mess up what I knew was right, you know. And so, and I the only reason I knew it was right was because the judges told me what to do and I'd, they'd be like oh you need to make a smaller suit it needs to do this it needs to do this and I'm like why can't I just why can I not just tell my girl I want you to wear blue and that not be a thing like why do I have yeah. to go farther than that and it was like taking so much of my time and then I'd get all these suits that were wrong and I would tell the the, the person whoever made it which is usually like a smaller one-time person this needs to be fixed this needs to be fixed this needs to be, and then like they'd get like mad and I'm like no it's not like yes I'm hard to work with because I'm a perfectionist that's what the girls expect that's why they hire me right but this is comes from the judges that told me to do this. Like yeah, it's not so a one step thing. I you know, like that you brought up the judges because that's one thing that sets us apart. You know, every single year we evolve our pattern based on what the judges say. So if you look at the suit that you got from us in 2015, it's going to be a lot different. And you don't even notice because every year we do minor tweaks to what the judges are wanting. Because yeah. this sport, especially the bikini division, it's evolved so much in the past 10 years. Like, I mean, looking at Ashley's first suit that she ever wore on stage, it was a white bikini oh, from yeah, Target. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yep. And yeah, it's just crazy to see the evolution, but you guys are definitely up on the trends. Um, so what, I guess, keeps you driven, though? So we know how you got started, but what keeps you, like, super motivated to continue to, I guess, be such a awesome... Uh, I <laughs> creator that's a great question ceo <laughs> yeah like because you're super motivated and I, you know something i noticed about you when when we were traveling is like you're very business savvy but like you're very passionate too and i think it's important to realize that you know adam and i speak often about like you know you can make more of the sport than just being an athlete right a lot of times people will think the only way to i guess start a career in the sport is to be a successful athlete but there's many routes to go down you could be a trainer a coach social media you can be a creator of a suit company so I think that's really cool so what is like the what keeps you driven yeah and it's pretty easy for me it's passion I am one of those people that if I like something I go all out I'm either zero or 100 so with this business, I am definitely 100, and I'm so passionate about it that I never have to motivate myself to work. I honestly, as cheesy as it sounds, I wake up every day, and I'm excited to go to work, and I don't count down the hours ever. I don't really want to leave. Um, I'm happy working, and I think it's that passion that combines with I, you know, from a background in competing, it gives you a lot of discipline. So when you have all that willpower using it with passion, you can do anything pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that that's what, that's why I like, that's actually the number one reason I like competing. Cause the whole, I, I look at it cause I, I know how competing is going to be a temporary thing. No matter, no matter how good you are, uh, there's going to be a, it's, it's a finite, you know, time frame of how long you can compete, you know? So with, um, but what, what isn't finite, what isn't gonna, what's going to last you forever is like the discipline and the yeah. hard work you learn to, to achieve a goal. And so whether it's the goal of competing and then you're done with competing or maybe you just do it a few times or whatever, but you learn something in you, you know, you learn that discipline in you, you know, um, when I was working for 24 hour fitness as like a, as a, um, fitness manager, I would, if someone had like on their resume, like they're in the army or Navy or something like that, I was like, I'm going to hire these people because they're disciplined. They've been taught discipline 
sacrifice, hard work, you know? Yeah. And so when you, like, it was always a good hire when you hired someone like that. And it's the same thing, like, with competition. It's like, oh, they did 10 competitions. Like, they know that in order to achieve something, they have to work hard and sacrifice, you know? Yeah, and I really yeah. see bodybuilding growing a lot now in 2022 because there's so much instant gratification in the world right now and this is completely opposite you there's no instant gratification it takes time it takes effort it takes money it takes years so i do see that building traction in the sport as kind of an escape from all the instant gratification things yeah i like i just like that no, everything's earned you know there's yeah. nothing given in this and anyone who thinks that there's gonna be something given in this usually gets spanked on stage you know yep. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like yeah it's and it's always it's funny because it, what i do find too the people that are really good in this sport still think they have a ton of work to do and the people who think that they're really good <laughs> have like like wait did i say it the right way the people who think yeah. they're really good are already like they they think they have a lot more to go and people who are not really good think they're already there that's called <laughs> the dunning kruger effect little okay. science for you you know what throw that out there yeah. let's go into that oh okay, okay heard, so, this is cool this okay. is news all right the dunning, little nugget yeah the little nugget the dunning kruger effect it's the concept of the more you learn about a topic the less you know that you know so like I always think about when I started respiratory therapy school and all we learn about is the lungs in RT school. And the more I learned about the lungs, the more I realized I didn't know anything about the lungs because everything in life is so much more complicated than we know. So the more you study a topic, the more you know that you don't know. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same thing with competing. The, like, so Ashley, you've been competing for years. You actually know like where you need to improve, because you know so much to the very finite details. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. It, it definitely opens your eyes to, uh, whoa, uh, maybe there's more to this than, you know, what I initially had thought, you know, and I think a lot of people don't think that. And eh, if from an outside looking in, it's like people that don't uh, know, well, I shouldn't say no, that aren't involved with the sport as much is like, those are the ones that think that they know the most in a, in a sense, but it's like, oh, if you only actually knew how much goes into it and, and all that, which is funny because it's like the, the thing is, how do I say this? <laughs> a lot of people that give opinions or critiques on your physique are the ones that you're just like, who? Um, this is the best. Yeah, the competed best. once, <laughs> but did they're acting like they, they know it all, and it's like, hey, if anybody knows what to improve on for my own physique, it's definitely me and of obviously judges and people that would know, I guess, more about it. But for whatever reason, people that <laughs> competed once think that they know a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, Ashley, I really think you need to work on your glute ham tie-in. Yeah, it's like, like hey. You really need to work on that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I'm totally believe kidding. Believe me, if, if anybody would know, it would be me. Don't you worry. <laughs> it's like, but it just, that's an example of many. And I think, like, you can relate as well. Like, yeah. people trying to give you, is it called armchair quarterback advice? Is that what it's I called? I think that's what it's called. Armchair quarterback. Yeah, and I'll call myself out on this. When I, I did my first show in 2013, I remember thinking, okay, so in 2014, I'm going to do a show in May. I'm going to get qualified for nationals. And then I'm going to get my pro card in 2014. Like, I totally had this all written out. And my physique was nowhere near ready for that. But I truly thought that it was possible because I was so new to the sport. So it happens to all of us. Yeah, right. I go through it too. You know what's funny is that as I've gotten, so I went through these phases of when I first started. It's kind of funny because it, it happens the same way to me too. When I first started, I was like super researched and like, I was like aggressively researched where like I wanted to like tell the world and show it off. And it was like this whole thing, like in my younger years. Right. 
And then as I got farther into it and researched more and more and competed more and more, then I realized, okay, less of that research is really relevant. And then I kind of went to this like middle ground of like science and meathead, like some of their stuff is good. Some of the science stuff is good. And I've kind of like found this balance. And then as I've, but I thought I was pretty much there. And then as I've gotten older, I've realized, okay, I still got a lot more to learn. And then as I've gotten older again, I've been like, okay, now I know what it is I need to learn. And now I can identify what those, my weaknesses are. So it's kind of funny how that evolves, right? Yeah. And it's like, but those weaknesses are so hard to plug at this point. You're like, oh, these ones, I know I could be better if I just fixed these things. And it's like, there's so, there's so much, I guess, cause it's, that's how it goes, right? It just gets harder and harder. Yeah. And I imagine once I reach those weaknesses, I will, um, I'll, I'll probably find the next You'll level. You'll find better, more weaknesses. Whatever the level yeah. is that you find after that, right? You never <laughs> stop growing in life. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I like that you do, do it too, and it's like a suit thing. And I've had, you know, I've, I've had um, really just great experiences with your guys' company, like even at like shows where something might have happened to the girl's suit or something, like something, whatever. I, I see it, I was like, oh, this is a little high. And like, you, I've had girls come, your people come in and then sew it down. I'm yeah. like, this is crazy service. Like, like it's just nuts because you know they they lose weight a little bit and things like that. The tiny it changes just a tiny bit, you know. So it's like, uh, yeah, it's been it's been really great with you guys. So I'm really happy, and I've liked that the culture you guys have created too, which is I think, actually I know is the best one in terms of bikini suit competitions. Like your fashion show that you guys yeah. just had. If you guys aren't, aren't aware of the fashion show, uh, you want to tell them about what the fashion show is. Yeah. That's pretty. It's pretty epic to be honest. Yeah, it's my favorite thing that we do. I'm so passionate about the fashion show, and we started it as a kind of an outlet for athletes in their off season, or maybe they just got done with a show, you know, eight weeks ago, and they lost confidence, because you look so amazing on show day. But then a couple weeks later, you get back to a normal looking physique. And you still look amazing. But you've lost some confidence because you don't have as much of the shreds anymore. So the Angel Fashion Show stage welcomes all athletic female body types. So we have girls there on peak week. We have girls that are eight weeks out, girls in off season, all different physiques, all celebrating being confident on stage. I love it. It is so much fun. And I've been in the fashion show for what, three years? Yeah, three years. So yeah, it is a good time. And I think even for me, something that... Uh, I, I like about it is I get to try different suits on and see how it looks before I actually go on the real um, bikini uh, stage, right? So it's like a little test run. I think that's fun. And I, I love meeting um, all the other girls there because everyone there is super passionate and just wants to be there. And it's a good time, good group of girls. Yeah. So it's like, you know, everyone's having a lot of fun without that pressure of it being like a judged event. It's just just to have some fun. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. an amazing weekend of connection. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I found with the, the community of everyone. Everyone's, there's, it's a lot different than shows because shows you're like there to compete, you're hungry, you're like thinking about what you're going to do after. It's yeah. just you're with your one friend and that's kind of it, you know, or if you're with your team and that's kind of it. But there it's like everyone's on the Everyone's same team. best friends. Yeah, it's cool. And everyone's just like happy and having fun. And it's like, it's just different, you know. Yeah, so and it's good stage practice too because yeah. the fashion show stage, you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. So if you have those butterflies to get out, it's great to get on a stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And you're always thinking about evolving on that, too. Yesterday, we went to a show yesterday, another show. Uh, what did we see yesterday? America's Got Talent. Oh, we saw the America's Got Talent show out here. I, I am a good tour guide out you here. Are, yeah. You <laughs> are. You are. You've been amazing, I like, Adam. I, like the, I love Vegas. I don't know. I really like Vegas a lot. Just It was funny. I was telling them, the only problem with Vegas is that when you go to different, if you live in Vegas and you go to different cities, every other city kind of sucks now. And you're like, you're like, because we have so much here. And you're just like, what do you got to do here? And like, oh, we got, you know, like barbecue and whatever. And I'm like. 
Man, I miss Vegas. <laughs> You're totally making fun of Kansas right well, now because all we okay. have is barbecue. Denver sucks too <laughs> as a tourist. Unless you're like, okay, Denver was hard because unless you were into skiing or into hiking, yeah. there wasn't much to do besides that stuff. But they had really beautiful hiking, really beautiful. It was like yes. 10 out of 10 or Red Rocks, right? And, and some good gym culture too, too. But some cities don't even have good gym culture, you know? Um, so yeah, so there's there's a lot of, here is just crazy. Here's yeah. just a crazy um I will say a quick plug for Kansas City because it's the most amazing city in the world. It is a hidden gem. I do truly just love living there. Yeah. 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 I got to check. I've only been there for like short periods, like a day or two, and I just go and barbecue. And then I haven't found like the the bodybuilding gym and whatnot, too. Like in Denver, we had Armbrest, which has its own culture to it. You know, it's like that's that that alone is a trip for people. They just go there, eat Tokyo Joe's, go to Armbrest, you know. So here it's kind of gotten crazy. It's like uh, we have Dragon's Lair. We have Fit Club. We have here. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a the live factory. Like we have all these cool gyms now and all these things to do. So it's gotten it's definitely spoiled here. Yeah. I love Vegas. <laughs> it kind of just popped off at once too. It just seems like all these gyms and it just became a hot spot real quick, you know, overnight. Yeah. 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 Well, like, Ashley, you moved here. Well, it wasn't because of me. Many <laughs> <laughs> other um, know, important people <laughs> that moved here. And I think it has something to do with the Vegas COVID thing. Cause, or I'm sorry, the California. Yeah. And cause oh, a lot yeah. of the people that did move here, we're from California or just uh, lingering in the area. So like, you know, I think that was definitely the push, but I'm glad we're in the hot spot now and the, and the Olympia is back. It's a uh, choice. This <laughs> year's Olympia is going to be nuts with all the gyms and all the people. Cause it used to be, and you guys are going to be out here too. Oh yeah, for, for yeah. sure. We have 12 athletes already that are qualified for the Olympia. Nice. 12 of our sponsored athletes. That's sweet. Ooh. Yeah. That's going to be deep. The, uh, yeah. Cause it used to be, that was the coolest part of like cal- living in Southern California. It was like the Olympia week. When I was a kid, I'd go to Venice Gold's gym every every day during the week, the week before the Olympia. And all these people would fly in from like Australia and all these, and they'd come with like a group of like all these meatheads, right? They'd be like 20 meatheads from Brazil and 20 meatheads from Australia. And it's like just meathead factory at, uh, at, at Gold's gym. And it was so cool because back then there was no, you know, social media. So yeah. you'd see these guys that you'd never seen before. And you're like, well, who's this guy, right? And it was like, and then you'd see these girls and this and that. You're like, this is crazy. And they would like always evolve. Like, okay, we need to be better because you didn't see the amateurs. So you didn't see these things. So it was just a whole week of like a hundred crazy fit people working out from different countries. It was so fun. And then um, what would happen is every like Thursday of that week, they would all get in a car and like rent a van and drive to Vegas and then do the same thing in Vegas and go to like Gold's Gym out here. So it's like this culture thing, but that's dead now. You know, in LA, that's not going to happen this year. So it's going to be here now. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be at Dragons Fit Club. You know, I, I mean, our people will be here. I don't know how many people will actually have here, but um, it's uh, it's going to be. I'm really excited to see it now and that everything's set up. But this is going to be a crazy, crazy ten days in Vegas for fitness things. You know, yeah. I can imagine just like being. I always, always, always think about this too. Like, if you're at a hotel with like your wife or something, you're just on a family vacation, and then <laughs> you accidentally went to like National Hotel or something, or like the Olympia Hotel, you're like. You're just at the like pool. What's going on? You're just at the pool. You see, like you know, these giant bodybuilders all at the pool. You're like, "Where? America's crazy. <laughs> like, they're really into this stuff in America." <laughs> That's funny. So you have a, you're gonna have a booth at the Olympia. You have a, another fashion show coming up. Yes. When's your next one? So we have a traveling show down in Texas in September. So if you are in the Texas area, definitely stay in contact with us because. Details are coming out very soon on that. And then we'll have one in Kansas City in November. Okay. I, I'm going to oh. try to go to those more. I, I, I didn't go for a few years. And yeah. I realized how fun they were, what I was missing. And I was like, I got to go 
that again. It is, so I'm going to try to go every year. I'll try to yeah. go every year. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a celebration. Yeah. Like a big party weekend, but fitness and yeah. Do you have any other exciting projects that you're allowed to talk about? Oh, we have so many exciting oh, projects. <laughs> so we just launched our Angel Active. We have launched with two sets right now of our Black Cheetah and Hologram Red practice suit prints, and we put it on active wear. So if you're in the gym wanting to match your suit, now you can with our workout attire. And we have a lot more styles and prints coming later this year. So definitely stay tuned to to that we love the scrunch butt in our leggings because I don't know if you've ever experienced this sometimes when you get the scrunch butt in the leggings it disappears or it like rides up your butt so ours is made in a way to where it just stays looking super flattering the entire time so it's not only squat proof but it's like squat like defining okay that's something I'm always trying to do is match my underwears. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I'm always wearing gray and black, so it's not too hard. <laughs> but when I do the purple days, I'll match oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is there an, an, an events too? Any other fun events that you have, like, on the agenda? <laughs> yeah. So we'll be at the Pittsburgh Pro hey. to watch Ashley compete. Hey. It's going to be a good one. We have a lot of other sponsored athletes competing at that one, too, and I'm so excited to see everyone. I've never actually been to the Pittsburgh Pro. It's a deep show. Oh, gosh. It's a mini Olympia. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be a tough one. It's pretty. But minus Jennifer, it's pretty much the Olympia, right? I mean, it's I like. there's a few other missing key is, players. Is but Issa, it, I Issa mean, not in there? Or she? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, but Janet's there. Laura Lee's there. You're there. I guess we're at the. Yeah, I guess we have to, I don't know if Jennifer, Maureen, Issa. I don't know who else is there. You know, I think a lot of times people, though, wait till last minute to oh, a contract. Yeah. But even, even if they weren't, it's still. A, a really deep show yeah. and it's always competitive and um, a lot of fun though. It's definitely one of those higher pressured shows for sure yeah. where I'm, I'm going to be a little more nervous than usual. Uh, but you know, it's good. It's good to be against uh, really good competitors cause it makes you better. Um, but yeah, that'll, that'll be the next show for me. Yeah. I think that'll be the biggest, high. the biggest show outside of the Olympia and Arnold this year. It's been like that. It's it's pretty deep. I think it goes like that now, like Pittsburgh, like Olympia, Arnold, Pittsburgh yeah. now. Yeah, because it, it was for a while, I think, more like Tampa, right? And then it was still those big three, New York, Pittsburgh, um, you know, but Tampa Tampa was always like that. I guess that was like the final too. push. It's hard to determine, like, yeah. what's a big show if you're not – I mean, obviously, Olympia and Arnold are the biggest. Yeah. But as far as those other um, shows, it is hard to determine what is considered a big show because – you. Don't know until the competitors step on stage yeah. who's actually competing or how many and and um, yeah I mean shoot it is one of the bigger ones yeah. that's for sure it I won it last year yes. um, and that was pretty exciting for me but I, I do want to get into some of those bigger shows too um so you know maybe I'll do Chicago Pro too or New York who knows um, but yeah high pressure yeah and there's always those shows are always situational too it's always like who competes, where they're at with points. Like, Tampa's usually was that. That's why Tampa was always so crazy is because you'd have, like, four girls fighting for, like, I just need a third and I'll get into the Olympia. I just need a fifth. Or, and, yeah. then, and then you'd have, like, someone who's won. You're like, oh, man, she's getting ready, actually, to try to win the Olympia. So you'd have all these girls, like, fighting for points and fighting for a win. And just that's, like, the last, the last like, final stretch there type of thing. And that was always why that show got so exciting. That show it, it was always one of the huge ones because of that. So, yeah, Pittsburgh's going to be really, really fun. So that's cool that you're there. Yeah, we'll be backstage, <laughs> and we'll be there helping girls tie your suits. If you need any help with anything, we'll be there. And we're going to try to hit up most of the, at least, well, all of the national shows. We'll be backstage somewhere there 
Helping Girls, and a lot of the big shows around. So as far as as far as like future things with you and like obviously you've taken this to like your farthest passion that you can. What do you want to? Where are you trying to go with it? What's what's the end? What's the end goal for Angel here? Yeah, that's I know you have a fashion line or you have your active line. Yeah, you're doing makeup now. Yes, stage makeup, right? Yes, it's just stage makeup. Yeah, so we are all about the athletes. So everything we do is for the athlete feeling confident, not only on stage, but in their off season. And we did just launch makeup because we realized a lot of athletes are not confident in doing their own makeup and they aren't confident in getting their makeup done at shows because sometimes you have to get up so early. And then by the time you're on stage, it's sweated off your face. So we do have a kit of stage makeup that is great to also have if you're getting your makeup professionally done because who knows how many hours it is until you get on stage you know sometimes you have your makeup appointment at 3 a.m and then you're go on stage what like 3 p.m so yeah we have new makeup so the future for angel is focusing really on the athlete and whatever we can do to make them feel confident that's where our business will go and when you say like what's the end for angel there is no end oh, like, I, like I never <laughs> i never really think about you know because i've had business mentors be like okay when are you going to sell your company i'm like what never no so it's there's no end we we will just always keep evolving and growing and taking whatever opportunities that we see fits our vision of making women feel confident that's cool yeah i'm the same way i would never sell like, yeah i would never like it doesn't never. matter why what am i gonna do yeah, it's like, what would you do? You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, people don't get that when you create, like, a, your baby. It's just, you don't. It's There's like, a, you would never sell your child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, honestly. I have no, I don't know. I don't get those people. Like, yeah. I don't get it. I, like, I get it for sport. Like, some of these guys do it for sport, but it's not about their passion. They just, yeah. like, buy, fix, and sell. Like, that's one thing. But, like, when you do it like this, where it's actually your passion, like, what would I do? Just, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. The, um, no, I, I love that you're doing that. You know what we got to do, too? We should do, because we're going to have uh, Lindsay Ambrosia who's an awesome makeup artist, if we can ever use her, we use her, um, do a seminar here the week of the Olympia. Because we're doing a whole bunch of stuff the week of the Olympia, but we should maybe do it with your, oh, your yeah. makeup stuff. Like, that would be amazing. She's going to do a, a makeup tutorial seminar here because I'm a huge fan of people doing their own makeup. I hate, I hate the makeup situation that the girls run into because it makes it really hard on the coaches too. And the makeup artists don't understand this. They're like, yeah, just wake up at 2 a.m. and come do your makeup. And I'm like, she's on at 2 p.m. So now she's going to be up for 12 hours. Her body's going to look different. She's going to be tired because she didn't sleep that much. I mean, how much she can try to sleep at 6 o'clock to get her time, her sleep. But you know what I mean? And they'll do it. I've seen, yeah. well, the earliest I've had girls do their makeup is like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And they're, you know, and then all, a lot of times, I had a girl the other day, her makeup was, her appointment was at 4, it was like 4.30 a.m. And then she wakes up and then at 4.30, they like, like at 4, they texted her. Oh. She was asleep. She's like, can you do it at 10? And I'm like, you what? Like, she can't go to sleep. It's the day so of the show. hard to sleep before the yeah. show anyways. Like, if you wake up the day of the show, you're not going back to no. sleep. Like, you're, you're just going to be thinking way too much. And I'm like, so now we got to eat more. We have to, like, address that. Like, if you can't, even if your makeup is a little less, little less good than if they did it, I'd rather you do that than have, you know, being up for 12 hours and being, you know, another appointment you have to make. It's like, it's such a nightmare. I'd rather, so I'm, I'm really happy that like Lindsay does these classes i'm happy that you guys are becoming more out there and hopefully you guys maybe that's something you guys can do more tutorials and stuff on that because Lindsay's a great a great she's been i mean how long Lindsay? five years six years something like that worked with her so um yeah she'll be here doing that so maybe we can set something out like that that'd be cool yeah so. 
Yeah, I think it's important to note, too, that, like, if you're going to do your own makeup, you, you got to definitely practice, practice and practice. watch those tutorials because, um, you know, I think the average person doing their makeup doesn't have the skills unless they kind of practice. So that is something to know. Just, you know, if you're not comfortable with it, you got to practice beforehand um, just to see if you're able to manage. But, you know, regardless, you got to bring the backup kit like you said, things happen. Yeah. You sweat, you need powder, you need lips, your lips are going to wear off. Always good to have just in case. Just like you bring a backup suit, you need to bring backup makeup yeah. and backup tan stuff. Having that prepared is very important. And even even if you don't use it, just knowing that just in case anything happens, yeah. it is there, you know. But I think, um, you know, that is super helpful. And not a lot of companies would cater to specifically uh, competitor makeup because it is a big difference. It is. It, it's, it's a big difference. Your, obviously, not your everyday. So I think that's really smart. Throughout you guys are going and and I think it's cool how you do like team related gear as well. Like the robes, you can get the team robes and jackets. That is so fun. You guys are just really creative with like the products that you create. So I love to see you guys expanding from bikinis to then bikinis and robes and then jewelry and then this yeah. and that and and makeup and clothes it's so cool to see and witness you guys are so creative and and i'm i'm very honored to be on your um sponsored athlete list it's um i've been super happy about every single suit that you've created and i love that we are starting to get more creative now guys with my yeah. suits i'm your stepping suit out of my box a little bit i like the naming process yeah let's talk about some of your names yeah. <laughs> so let's, you know i've worn a different suit for every single show so far this year. And, you know, I'm a little stubborn when it comes to change. You know this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I always am afraid they're not going to recognize me. But I did some crazy suits this year. Um, and uh, they are beautiful. What's been your favorite? <laughs> I got to say, as far as my favorite, probably my Legend 2 suit from the Arnold. Okay. But a close sec. Honestly, this is so close though. But I also like the the um the green suit that I wore last weekend. The Planet Earth. The no, not the Planet Earth. The Grasshopper. The Grasshopper. I like that one in the sense that it feels like very nostalgic because I used to always wear green. Um, and I feel like it goes with my look. But then again, that red that I wore at the Arnold had that blue outline. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And then again, the Planet Earth, though, I think That's is Adam's one. favorite That's so favorite. far. That's my, f my favorite. It's so vivid. Yeah. You know what? I, I seem to like the blue on stuff. Because my other, my favorite suit that I've ever seen before that one was a purple with blue on it. Okay. And I don't know. I just seem to like the contrast of that blue with other colors, I guess. So, Yeah. Yeah, I'm really loving our new Crystal Nova design yes, on that's you. That's what makes it look so 3D. I would say like they they I like them all for different reasons and of course I've worn a little some different ones as well in between as well, but those are my top 3 so yeah. far this year. You know what? I want to go into that real quick because it's it's this is something I'm always learning too and uh, this is something relatively new to me learning, which is the 3D effect of the suits Nova. that yeah. seems to be trending a little bit yes. more now. It's like I saw it, and then Ashley told me that she's like, "Adam, suits are evolved." Because I've always yeah. been like, "I want con." I've the always been flat, like contrast. Yeah, he was a fan of that flat um, color stone. Yeah, like no AB, no AB. But now AB means reflective, by the he way. Was the, all the AB. Yeah. yeah. So if I was like, I just want contrast, and that's always been. I'm like, give me five colors of contrast, put them on your site as the suits that I 
like, yeah. and those, that's it. And that's what I want, you know, and it works for years. And then, um, and then this whole 3d thing started happening and I've been resistant to it because if I, I like what to do, it works, you know? And then Ashley was like, no, Adam, suits are changing. Yeah. <laughs> like it's evolving. And yeah. we have suit these I wore, Planet Earth, your yeah. favorite is a crystal Nova. So that's the Nova, so for you girls out there, the suits, they seem to be, and it seems to be happening relatively quickly. I'm seeing more and more of them of this like 3D pattern. You want to explain it? Because I'm not the best at explaining it, but the 3D effect of the suit and how it's almost ombres out. Is that what I'm Yeah, saying? so we put three different color of crystals on the cup, but it ombres out to the side. So it really gives you like more illusion. More dimension. Of, yeah, more dimension on stage. And if you are listening to this and you're totally confused with anything we're talking about, you can always go to our website, acbikinis.com, and click schedule a consultation. And we'll call you on Zoom and we can chat and talk about all this one-on-one because we realize it can be a lot to pick your suit. And like we said earlier, it is an important decision, like picking your wedding dress. So you can definitely schedule a consultation for free whenever you'd like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, you, the the way the stones ombre in, if you kind of want to explain how that affects, because you put the darkest yes. on the outside and then it gradually fades lighter. And I think that is so cool because it really does just make everything look more elegant and more dimension, right? So instead of those like, you know, Again, everything in the sport is evolving and suits are part of that. You know, we're kind of veering away from like the flat stones to more like, okay, then you saw more sparkle and now we're getting more 3D. Now, you know, I think in figure with their suits, they get more crazy and and in other divisions, like you'll see more like stripes and stuff like that. In bikini, you can't get that wild yet or not not yet. Um, But for now, it's like, okay, now we're starting to see some fading in and fading out of the stones with some sparkle mixing it with some flat to give it that like whoa wow factor yeah. you know it's just so it's the way it shines on stage is so beautiful yeah, yeah. i thought you'd be sacrificing some contrast for it you know and then i saw I was like no it's still quite contrasty it still you know has that pop to it i'm always afraid of like the dark any darker stones not getting enough light and then yeah. not being too dark you know a uh, a navy blue looks black sometimes, and it's just, and the girl's like, well, I like the navy blue, and I'm like, it looks like a black suit, you know, so especially when you have that dark tan, like, those colors really, like, becomes almost monochromatic sometimes, yeah. like a dark maroon or something, and so, um, yeah, I, I, I'm happy with that, though. It still has the contrast. It has a dimension. I see the argument for it. I like it. I like it, so. Yeah, and all of our suit stylists are active competitors, so you can show them stage photos and get an idea of how the suit will look on stage because that's another important thing. When you're designing your suit, it's hard to envision what it's going to look like on stage, and we can help walk you through that. Yeah. So I got a question for you, Kara. <clears throat> so out of my suits I've worn so far on stage this year, what is your favorite i know it's hard it's a hard decision so i said my favorite adam said his mine's the planet earth planet earth yeah, yeah that one is i will give it credit the most vivid out of all yes. of them it pops the most it's like whoa. and the kelly fabric on you i really loved yeah. because you've done a lot of emerald in the past and i know you've done kelly once before but you've never done kelly with the blue mm-hmm. and that's what i loved yeah it's pretty Amazing. I'll definitely be wearing that one again, but yeah. I'll also be, we're playing around with different suits again too. So I'll be, you'll be seeing some newer suits and we've been naming them too. Some really fun names. So you just heard us reference planet earth and that's because you saw the, the blue and then the greens and different shades of greens, just like planet earth. You know, what would be fun if for your next suit, we had some type of contest on our Instagram of the most creative name. 
Ooh. Just name a fun contest, yeah. Oh, I can, yeah, I can have like a suit. And, and then, then you get to pick, you get to pick the name out of I whoever, whichever one Ooh, you like the see, most. See how creative she is. So then <laughs> people her. will be like, okay, so Ashley really likes asparagus and she's super bubbly. So I'm going to name it Bubbly Asparagus yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> I like that. So, so far this year, the suit names have been Red Velvet Cake. I've had uh, The Legend 2, which is a revised um suit that I wore at Romania when I won my 30th win in the legend two was at the Arnold I've had planet earth I've had grasshopper um oh cranberry sauce I haven't worn that one yet but I'm going to cranberry sauce because it has those little darker maroons and it's on a maroon what is it uh holograph hologram hologram cranberry cranberry yes and then little dots, yeah. from like chunks. <laughs> and so, uh, is that a contender for Pittsburgh Pro? Perhaps, perhaps. Although I will say, given that it's like kind of like a, I don't know, I haven't decided. I'm leaning more towards green on this, so we'll see. I'll probably not even decide till the last minute, but I do want to wear cranberry sauce. But don't you worry, I'm competing a lot this year too. So oh, we're not worried. Each, <laughs> each, each suit's going to get it time to shine so what is being made currently is something called electric kale so be on the lookout for that one and then another one maybe the, the that one we can have a <laughs> we can have a uh, contest for the name yeah of that, since it's kind of undecided still so maybe yeah that's the one we're we trying to get, get ashley out of her comfort zone oh yeah. i'm already out of it yeah well <laughs> this is pretty far out there this is pretty far yeah but no purples <laughs> yet because no. i'm telling you no purples yet because Everyone's wearing purple, or a lot of people are wearing purple. I don't want to conform. Yeah, I don't want to be. I want to. I don't want to be that yeah. girl yet. Until it goes less popular, then I'll maybe I'll wear a purple, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe something with a pop of it, but not not a pure purple quite yet. Is is pu- is purple the most popular color you're seeing now? Or actually, red is. Red is okay. Red is a nice color because yeah. a lot of people can pull it off. Whether you're brunette or you're blonde. It's an easy, yeah, it's a classic. It's interesting it's classic the colors color. go through phases. You know, 2017 was emerald, then 2018 was turquoise, then 2019 was still kind of the turquoise era, and now it's definitely in the red era. Okay, still in the red? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know a lot of my competitors <laughs> were purple, yeah. so I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess with that, is there anything else that you want to say as we are kind of getting to that hour here? Is there Do any questions? Quest- Good questions. You know what? No too. questions came up this time, which is surprising. Okay. I was like looking through them all. Yeah, no, just everyone was just saying nice things. Oh, well, so thanks I, for the nice things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, just a lot of hearts and things like that. Yeah. But, if you um, want to check if there's any questions. Yeah. So a lot of, one of our most common questions is how early should I order my suit? And we really recommend ordering it eight weeks out, if not 12 weeks, especially when we're in our busy season of suit making right now, ordering your suit as soon as possible. And then any other questions you all have, it's best to schedule a consultation because we can talk one-on-one with you and get your specific questions answered. Cool. All right. Well, then. Is there any you see, Savannah? Okay. Well, I think then that's a wrap. Yeah, I guess with that, guys, thank you for coming out. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, yeah. We appreciate your presence. Thank you for existing. And thank thank you you. for all the beautiful and amazing suits throughout the year. Oh, yeah, and I forgot. Skittles is one we made, too. Oh, yeah. Skittles. Skittles. That's a fun one. That one's fun. I like that. Skittles. The electric electric kale, you called it? Oh, yeah. That one is not yet released. Okay. But it's being made. So. I, I like the I like that type of hey, crazy yeah, name. You know, yeah. you know. Well, the reason why we started naming them is because every time I had to communicate with Savannah, who is the 
coordinator of the suits, instead of being like that one red suit with the red stone and the AB crystal, that's a lot. So I just start giving them little names that are fun and easy to remember in case anybody else wants to get a replica. Yeah. Which they totally can, you know? Yeah. Ashley loves it when people wear her I'm exact super suit. <laughs> so don't think, oh, I can't wear that because Ashley wore it. She loves that. I love it. Yeah. It's flattering. It's like, oh. And it's so fun to see people in the same suits on stage yeah. when they're so unique suits. Yes, absolutely. So we'll make it a yeah. thing. So with that, guys, thank you so much for listening. Dudes, thanks you. <laughs> and we'll yes. talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye.